Hi, everybody, and welcome to another Coach's Corner. I hope you've been enjoying all my interviews lately. Had Danielle Laporte last week, so if you missed that one, go check it out. And today, I'm excited to have one of my dearest friends on the podcast. You probably know of her. If not, I'm thrilled to introduce her to you. Gabrielle Bernstein, or as I call her, Gabby. Gabby and I have actually been friends for over a decade. We probably got connected first when my first book came out back in 2005, which is crazy. And we really grew up in the personal growth world together. We were like the only young 20-somethings doing this kind of work back then. And we just instantly connected. I, I wish that we didn't live so far away. She's a New Yorker and I lived in LA. And over the years, we've really been there for each other in a variety of ways, personally and professionally. And I wanted to have her on because, well, for a lot of reasons. One, the timing of it. She's about to launch her online training program, Spirit Junkie Masterclass. And I'm a proud partner for this course because I know Gabby Walks the Talk. She has done the inner work to lead to so much fulfillment in her own life. And she has built an incredible platform for herself. She has made spirituality really cool. She's a celebrity in the personal transformation field. And I just think that what she's created and how she's brought so many people into this work is is incredibly inspiring. If Gabby is new to you, let me tell you a little bit about her. She is the number one New York Times bestselling author of The Universe Has Your Back and has written four additional bestsellers. She's been featured on Oprah's Super Soul Sunday as the next generation thought leader, and the New York Times named her a new role model. She appears regularly as an expert on The Dr. Oz Show and has co-hosted the Guinness World Records Largest Meditation with Deepak Chopra. And that's just a little bit of what Gabby does. She's everywhere spreading so much inspiration and information. And in this interview, we talk about confidence. We talk about how to transform your pain into your purpose and your wounds into wisdom. And we dive into the free training videos that she's offering in preparation for her course, Spirit Junkie Masterclass. And be sure to be on the lookout for more information from me about how I am partnering with Gabby in her Spirit Junkie Masterclass course and offering you some incredible bonuses. I can't tell you what they are yet, but they are coming and you're not going to want to miss out on those. So enjoy my talk with my dear friend, Gabrielle Bernstein. Gabby, so great to have you on the show. My longtime friend, thank you for being here. Hello, my love. I love you. I love you. I know. I know. We were just talking before we started recording that I think we first connected in 2005, maybe 2006, when we were both babies starting out on this journey. But we were one, we were some of the few, especially in our 20s, that were on this whole path of author and speaker. And I kind of laugh about it. I'm like, if we could go back and tell our 20 something selves, then (laughs) you know where we'd end up. But you're one of my few, the few people I've known in this space for as long as I have. So thank you for your longtime friendship. I think we would have told each other, be friends with each other. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we listened. (laughs) Uh, So since we've been in this world for a while, I wanted to ask you, you know, a lot has changed. Obviously you've evolved, your career has evolved. But throughout the, over the decade that you've been doing this, you've continued to work with people and people come to you at retreats, they interact with you online, they come to your masterclass. 
What are the things, or we could maybe just start with the one thing that you see over and over and over again that's the most common struggle, the thing that people just kind of keep bumping up against? I think that there's a big block with confidence. People just really feeling called to step up and start doing what they believe that they've been dreaming of doing and start to really step into a new way of being. But there's this big block around our confidence to take that action. And that's actually a big, a big message that I've been tackling over the last four years is really helping people own their confidence and own their story and own their own empowering message and really stand in the power of the truth of the work that they do and the message that they have and the experiences that they've had. And so there's a, a lot of blocks around turning our, our pain into our, our purpose in a big way. And, and, and my, a big part of what I feel called to teach is to help people really see their wounds as their wisdom and, Mm -hmm. and not get stuck in those wounds, but instead transcend them so that they can be using them for a higher purpose. Mm. Well, let, let's back up a little bit because I'm sure most people listening know you, but for those who don't, can you talk a little bit about where confidence was maybe a block for you and how you overcame it and part of your journey of turning your pain into your purpose? Well, interestingly, I've, I've used this the past 12 years of my life have been really quite interesting in the sense of that I just have become more and more confident because I've become more and more me. The more authentic I am and the more comfortable I am in my own expression of who I am in the world, the more confident I've become. So when I teach confidence and I help people really step into their own confidence, a lot of it's really just about stripping away the layers and the pretenses that we place upon ourselves that block us from being our authentic selves. So, so for me, the more real I am, the more confident I feel. I love that because a lot of people ask me about confidence too, and there's nothing you can do to be more confident. It really is radical self-acceptance. And really, really accepting yourself for who you are, even if you don't know who you are, even if you're still figuring it out, even if you still think that who you are is dependent on a job or relationship and you're trying to make all that happen, it's just radical acceptance for where you are. If you can be like, I'm confused, I'm lost, maybe I'm a little heartbreaking right now, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life, that doesn't mean you can't be confident. You just accept what you are and you're confident in the unknowing. And I think we make our confidence way too conditional on things we have. And I know that's been a big journey for both of us is learning to live from inside out because we were both hustlers, (laughs) you in the PR business, me in the Hollywood business, really thinking that someone or something outside of us was going to make us feel good about ourselves. But I'm glad we learned that lesson early that it doesn't exist out there. And the beauty of what you're saying, Christine, about acceptance is like when we're in that space of accepting ourselves, we're actually being more of ourselves. We're just not trying to be anything other than who we are. We're in full acceptance of, of who we genuinely are. So that, that, that comes right back to that place of authenticity. Absolutely. And I think that the other expectation that it would be great to bust is authenticity doesn't mean you have to be light and love all the time. You're allowed to be human. You're allowed to cry your tears. You're allowed to be in a bad mood. You're allowed to judge every once in a while. It's human. Just catch yourself and forget yourself. Don't place this huge expectation that, you know, authenticity and doing the personal growth work means that you have to just be totally happy all the time. You know, that's, that's the tagline on your website is become the happiest person you know. How do you define happiness? Well, I, I define happiness in a lot, a lot with a level of freedom, feeling mm, like mm-hmm. 
be free in our expression of ourselves and free in the work that we do and free in the relationships that we choose and, 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 and free from, from all the limitations that hold us back from, from enjoying our lives. So, so a lot of the work, I think that one of the big through lines within my books and all the work that I do is really helping people come to that baseline of freedom to really get back to that space of choosing and recognizing the choices that we have in the life that we want to live. That's, that's a huge through line throughout everything. And, and as we start to establish a greater sense of that freedom, that's when we begin to truly start living. Mm -hmm. So for somebody that doesn't feel free right now, Gabby, because you're such an amazing teacher and you have so many tools and so much wisdom for somebody that's listening, that's like, yeah, I get it conceptually, but how, what's, what's my first step? Because the question that we get often is how do I do it? Well, the first step really is to recognize all the belief systems that are keeping you from feeling free. We, there, there's a beautiful Abraham Hicks quote, which is there's only a stream of well-being and you can choose to be in that stream or not. Ultimately, it's kind of a paraphrasing of this quote. Yeah. So, so are you, what is it that, what are the belief systems, energy systems that are lined up within you physically, emotionally, spiritually, that are not in alignment with the place of freedom, not in alignment with a sense of, of ease, joy? Uh, what are those stories and how are those stories being perpetuated and repurposed and replayed and, and, and really recognizing how pervasive those, those belief systems become and understanding that when we become the non-judgmental witness of those belief systems and we start to hold ourselves with compassion and we start to do the necessary work that we need to do to 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 dismantle the energy stories and the the feelings within our physical physical presence and, and take the steps from a personal growth standpoint to unearth and unravel those core belief systems that's when we start to really establish a greater sense of freedom that's what so so ultimately anyone that's listening to this interview right now is already beginning the journey because you're, you're awake enough to say, I'm going to hear what these ladies have to say. I'm going to hear, I'm ready to feel better. So you're already beginning the journey of saying, I don't want to do what I've been doing. And that desire of looking closely at the ways that you've been blocking yourself and then choosing again is the very beginning phase of changing your patterns so you can start to feel free. I love that you pointed that out to people. Like, I think people think that they're more lost than they truly are. <laughs> you know, if you found your way to this kind of work, then you're on your way. And it's not an overnight process. I, I know for me, it took years on the path before I finally felt like it moved from awareness to integration. You know, I understood the concepts. I understood that being hard on myself and having limiting beliefs weren't getting me where I wanted to go, but it took a little while. It, it took kind of working on every level, the emotional, mental, behavioral, and spiritual mm. for things to, for things to start to shift and change because I had, you know, over two decades of doing it a certain way, there was quite a bit of unraveling to do. So I think there's also a patience with the process that's important. And, you know, I know a big part that really, really helped me was sharing about it. You know, my first book was inspired by my own quarter-life crisis, my own pain. And it was, it was very cathartic to take what I was learning, share about it vulnerably, and eventually it turned into my career. So I wanted to talk about that too, because you said a little earlier how passionate you are about helping people turn their pain into purpose and use their words as wisdom. So could you talk a little bit about your journey with that and how you help people do that now? 
much like you, I, I early in my twenties, I was going through my own quarter life crisis. And that was when you know, around the time that you and I met and connected. And, and as a result of, of finding my own bottom and hitting my own bottom early in my twenties with, with drug addiction and food addiction and love addiction and, and hitting my knees and really honoring my wounds that began, began the journey of being a personal, first of all, a person on a spiritual path that began my journey of really embracing fully my spiritual path and really accepting that that was what was going to heal me and save me. And then as a result, taking that transformation, that wild transformation that happens when we start to unfold these different types of principles and new ways of being and the acceptance that comes when we start to shift our thinking and see our world from a different lens, the the radical transformation that I underwent on my own became very, very clear to me that that was what I was here to teach. That was what I was here to share and it was my responsibility to get the the great lessons and the great healing that I had experienced in my own life out to the world in a way that was going to be of service in a, in a, in a big way. So I, I think that often when we have our own bottom, we can use that bottom as an opportunity to, number one, find a solution and a path that's going to serve our highest good, and then hopefully choose to take those belief systems and share them in an authentic way. Mm. And... Okay. So break that down. Choose to share them in an authentic way. What does that mean for people? Well, I think it first begins with just, just acknowledging and honoring your journey and just really, really owning your story. This is where I was. This is what happened. This is where I am today. Celebrating the successes, celebrating the miracles, celebrating even the minor moments of belief and, and really owning that, that you have taken your life into your own hands and taking your happiness into your own hands and being proud of yourself for that. That's where we begin. Then if we feel called to, to share what we're learning, the place that we have to come from is a place of, of, of sharing, not preaching and, and just being most importantly, being an expression of the great healing that we've undergone. So being kind, being compassionate, being generous, being uplifting, being an energy of positivity that walks into the room in that presence of being, we're already teaching. We're teaching by example. We're teaching by, by, by being more present in the space. We're teaching by, by, by showing someone, hey, this is where I was and this is where I am today. So you can recognize if you've undergone any type of, of spiritual transformation or personal growth shift in your life, you already are a teacher. You already are a leader because you're standing in this transformation. And just being the expression of that transformation will inspire people to change. So that's, that, these are the first steps. I was speaking at an event a couple of weekends ago, one of my good friends' events, and a, somebody asked from the audience, she's working on, you know, being a coach and a thought leader and helping people. And her question was about, okay, I, I, I want to share my story, um, but I don't want to come across as a victim. And I also like haven't completely healed it yet. And so her question was, well, one, how do I share about this, but not being victim energy. And two, can I, you know, share about this and teach people about this when I haven't healed? So I'd love to know how you'd answer those questions. I think that we are meant to teach what we're living through in the moment. So whatever we're going through is what we're, we're being called to. Well, let me be very clear about that. Sometimes we may be going through something very heavy. Like you, 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 you really helped me through a very dark period of my life. And 
And while there came a point where I was ready to teach it, I wasn't ready to to specifically teach what I was dealing with in that moment. But what I was willing to teach at that time was self-care and self-soothing and be and be open with the people in my life and um, and the people in my in my my world that I was teaching of, of reminding them of being receptive and allowing people to help them, because that's what I was going through at that time. So so if you're in the period of healing a wound, but you want to also be in service of others, you can, if you feel comfortable, you can be in the expression of what it is that you're currently going through. Uh, if it's so something that's very, very heavy, then be, be very forthcoming about what it takes to heal a heavy wound. So I think that there's a lot of, of, of great teaching in our own personal experiences. And so often as spiritual teachers, whatever it is that we're going through is actually what we are being called to rise up to teach at that time. And, and we have to, unfortunately, in some cases, and fortunately in many, fortunately, we are called to do that because it really gives us a greater sense of responsibility to show up and heal ourselves. Um, and sometimes, unfortunately, may feel like it's it's too much at, at once to to live it and teach it. And we have to really pace ourselves and and decide when is the right time to bring out what we feel called to share. Yeah. And I can relate to that too. You know, there's definitely been things I walk through that I needed to have in my close, intimate circle, my soul family, because I was still so triggered by it. I had to give myself time before I could kind of put it out there. Um, but at the same time, I could I could share about, you know, there are times when I'm in an expectation hangover, when I'm working through, when I'm processing things, and I need to to up my connections and my and my self-care as well. And again, that, that goes back to something, you know, we were talking about earlier that, you know, just because you're on this path, just because you may have a profession as a, a life coach or a teacher in some way, you're never done. <laughs> you know, you're never done. I worked through my 20 something crisis. So did you, but other stuff has come up for us as we've lived, but we have more tools. We have deeper connections with our friends and we're able to even deal with kind of the deeper stuff. And I'd say work through it a little faster as well because we have a little practice at it. And that's just, that's just the process. That's just the process. Mm-hmm. So that's, that, that's kind of the, the internal self process, but let's talk about more the professional process because there's a lot of coaches, especially that listen to this show who want to make a career out of it, um, either as a coach or a writer, or a retreat leader, or whatever. And you are excellent at teaching this because you've done it so successfully on so how many best-selling books you have right now I can't even keep track five four I I'm coming out with my sixth book in January oh my gosh Gabby I don't know how you do it (laughs) 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 um sixth book I mean you've you've been you're one of Oprah's you're an Oprah's super soul what does she call it Uh, super soul 100 super soul 100 okay you're just you're just amazing on so many levels and help thousands hundreds of thousands of people and you have a live event that you do in New York every year called Spirit Junkie Masterclass that you just finished and you also were inspired from that to start an online program can you talk a little bit about this because I love this I love that you you know so many people want kind of what you have and I love that you're teaching people how to have their version of it well you know you can you can testify to this because you've been with me since the beginning of sort of the new zeitgeist of spiritual teachers, right? So you, you and I were really at the forefront to think of this next generation of thought leaders and people people of our generation bringing these principles out in a, in a way that was real for us. So we did this work. We started to wake people up. 
And as I'm sure you can testify to this, as I started to see people waking up, reading the books, coming to lectures, taking the courses, showing up for themselves and healing themselves, I started to notice that not only were they feeling called to obviously take the next right actions to feel better in their own lives, but they were also feeling very inspired to start to take the messages out to the world. So people wanting to be life coaches or people wanting to bring spiritual principles into their businesses or people wanting to transition out of regular, uh, more corporate created businesses and start to do something a little bit more wellness oriented. As I started to see that shift and that change occur, I felt a very, very deep responsibility to teach and create a training for those folks who identified as spiritual and wanted to bring more business into their spiritual practice, and for people who were in the business world that wanted to bring more spirituality into their business. So I wanted to touch on these people and and, and support them in, in, in bringing these principles into a, um, a day-to-day experience. We spend so much time and energy in our work that why can't we bring what's most important to us and most valuable to us, which is our spiritual faith and our belief systems of of, of healing and service into the things that we do all the time. So that's where I created the Spirit Junkie Masterclass live, which became such a huge event that so many people throughout the world started emailing me, asking me, please make this a digital course. Please bring this to life online. And I listened and I did it. I, I took the live the videos from the live events and advertised them over an eight module course. And there's almost 30 hours of content in this gorgeous training. And the training is equal parts spiritual personal growth in equal parts business building and marketing. And I believe that we have to do that inner work before we can begin to get a message out to the world and before we can begin to accept that we can earn for it. So there's a lot of of, uh, transformations personally that you'll have through this training and a lot of abundance that you'll receive as a result of going through this training. And it's, it's also a training in confidence and a training in taking action gets people into action right away, which is, which is pretty radical. Well, and this week you released a lot of training videos. Um, and I am a proud partner and affiliate for your program because one, I love and adore you. And two, I've, I've gone through it and it's, it's amazing. I love that it's both the inner and the outer. Cause that's, that's my jam. <laughs> you got to do the inner and that, that transforms the other, the outer, but it's not, you give very, very specific tips, but can you talk a little bit and everybody, there's going to be a link to access Gabby's training videos. If you missed that, there's going to be a link in the show notes. So you can, you can grab it there, but can you talk about what they're going to learn in the training videos? Cause that's their first taste of this course course. Yeah. So, I mean, even if you just go through these training videos, you'll, you'll have great resources to begin to act on immediately. And so in the first video, we take on the topic of confidence and we talk about how we can really claim our story and claim our personal growth experience and, and, and own that our personal stories begin to become our expertise. And they are the messages that we're here to share. And so start to claim the confidence to own that message of the work that we want to bring to the world in whatever form that comes. And the second video is really busting the myth that it's not spiritual to earn for your great work. A lot of people out there that that want to bring spirituality into their existing business or want to be more uh, business-minded in their spiritual practice, they have this myth that, 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 that one can't go with the other. And this really is a myth that we cover and I clear very, very, I, I address it head on to bring bring forth a greater sense of of being unapologetic about your earning capacity when you're here to be the service in the service mm-hmm. of other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the third video is all about getting your message out to the world. And I share a lot of my marketing expertise and 
And, and I teach a very, very important lesson in this training about really just being much more comfortable with self-promotion or promoting the work that you do. And I, I, I'm not going to reveal it all here. I want them to watch the video, but I, I, I really help people just walk away saying, wait a second, this is my responsibility. I am meant to be sharing these messages and now I know how to. Mm -hmm. So I make it, I make it really easy for folks to walk away and just begin to share. Mm. And who is this, who is this course really for? The course is for people who identify as, uh, people being on a personal growth or spiritual path that want to turn that into their business or take their spiritually aligned business to the next level. It's also for people who are business oriented people that are also identifying as spiritual and want to bring more spirituality into their existing career. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's taking the, the practices and belief systems that we cultivate on a path of personal growth and transmuting them into the work that we do so that we don't, they don't have to be separate so that we can take that, that hours and hours and hours of our week that we dedicate to the work that we do and infuse it with what matters most to us. Hmm. And Gabby, I know you're also an affiliate and partner with, uh, with B-School, Marie Forleo's B-School. So am I. And a lot of um, people listening did B-School. How is this different from B-School? They're totally different trainings. I mean, they don't compare at all. Um, B-School is such a beautiful complement to the masterclass because it's real nuts and bolts. And she gives you such clear step-by-step uh, -step direction on how to begin the stages of having an online business. Uh, we cover some of that in my training. We have uh, business, we have marketing basics. We talk about lead pages and Facebook funnels and, and Facebook ads. And I know we have Derek Halpern is one of our teachers teaching people how to create a digital course. We have Elena Brower talking about how to create uh, passive revenue. We have Nancy Levin talking about how to become worthy and, and trusting our earning capacity. We have uh, social media experts on talking about bringing the, their work to life through social. So we do have all these business elements. I teach my best business basics and messages for running a spiritual business or bringing spirituality into your business. So there's a lot of business oriented content, but it's presented in a very different way than B-School. The big thing that stands, uh, that makes our course stand apart from all others is that it's 50% personal growth and 50% business. So you'll have a transformational experience. So if you're in a place right now where you're like, one day I'd love to bring spirituality into my business, but I'm not sure yet how to, then this is definitely your course because you will have this great personal growth transformational experience and then later be able to pick up the business building tools if you want. Uh, or if you're somebody that's like, I'm already doing great, but I want to take it to the next level. This is also your course because all that business building modules and the end of the course will help you just kick it into high gear right now. So it's very unique in that it's both parts, business and spiritual. Well, and it's such a reflection of you, Gabby. <laughs> you're one of the few that really embodies doing your work doing your deep work. And I can attest to that because I know you well, like you, you do it. Like you, you don't do the spiritual bypass, you do your work. And so you're exceptional about teaching that. And people listening may be like, well, I've done a lot of personal growth work. Well, I've, I've, I've taken spirit junkie masterclass. It's, it's a different, it's a different approach. It's a different layer. You will get something new. And, and here's the thing. If you think you're done, <laughs> then you probably shouldn't be teaching personal growth. You know, I, I know for myself, I'm always going to be growing. I'm always going to have a coach. So start to learn from the people that are becoming masterful with it, like Gabby is. And then second, you have built 
an incredibly successful business and brand. And not only do you have a huge platform in terms of becoming very well known and having a lot of followers, financially, you've built a very, very thriving business. So people, to be able to learn from somebody like Gabby, who's successful at both of these things and has so much heart and is so truly, truly committed to helping everybody really be able to shine, like don't, don't miss this opportunity to learn from her. I, I, I think that the way you teach everything is, is so beautiful and people going through the course really do feel like they have a connection to you. They can feel your love for them and you cheering them on. You're such an amazing cheerleader for people, Gabby. You know, you've been that for me many, many right times. Back, I, <laughs> right back, I, you've been my cheerleader the whole way. <laughs> oh, well, we need that. We so need that. Like I said, everybody, I'm going to put a link in the show notes, but just to, just to wind this down, I love just to ask you a couple of questions because you live a life that, like I said, a lot of people look to and go, wow, like I want, I want to live like that. So I'd love to just ask you about your, your kind of your daily habits and, and some of your core beliefs. So what are the things that you do like on a daily basis that keep you centered, grounded, and on course? Exercise, meditation clean diet and a lot of rest, like really good, good, solid sleep. Um, so, and, and trying my best to be in a positive space. So, so I, I really have been making my, for lack of a better word, vibration, making my vibration, my highest priority. So my number one priority is to be in a good feeling space. And, and that's my job every day is to feel good. And so if I'm, if I, and I have a lot of tools like my exercise, my meditation and my food and whatever it is that I need to do to, to stay on track, but most importantly, it's the choices that I make. So if I'm, if I'm in a moment thinking, oh, well, I, you know, I, I'm choosing to gossip, I, I choose again. Or if I'm choosing to watch something that's disturbing, I choose to stop watching it. Or if I'm choosing to go down a, a path of like, oh, th this thing didn't work out and I hate the way it looks or I hate the art that was designed or whatever it is that's up for me in that moment, I choose to find a solution of the highest good. So, so staying in this proactive place of really reaching for belief systems and thoughts that, that feel better is my priority. It's my, it's my number one job. It, that's, 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 that's what I need to do every day is to stay in alignment with the God of my own understanding by being in a good feeling experience. And so that has been the key to my successes. That has been the key to my, my tremendous marriage. That's the key to my friendships, like you people like you. So, so having sisterhood like yours in my life is a reflection of the feelings that I've choosing to feel on a daily basis. So I, I think that that, that if anyone you know takes anything from this, this interview is, is to, is to make feeling good, your number one priority. And sometimes that means you got to feel like shit before you can get back to feeling good. And you've seen me through that. You know, you saw me through six months of my life where I just was in the hole and I had to be in that hole to come out of it. Right. So, um, sometimes we don't feel good all the time, but being in the feeling of what's up is, uh, is the path to feeling better. So whatever it takes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing is, if you ignore those shitty times, it's going to be harder and harder and harder to feel good because spiritual bypassing just leads to suppression. And it takes so much energy. And you'll end up just getting irritable or numb or back into your overeating, over texting, over internet, TV, whatever. You'll be back into your addictions, basically. Yep. So it's, it's, and even in those moments where you have an expectation hangover and stuff is up, you may not feel like 
super great, but you can feel compassion. Mm-hmm. You can, you can feel, I don't love this, but I'm grateful for this because I know I'm learning. Yes. You yes. can still feel a vibration that's high. Yes. The, the only time we, we lower our vibration during those difficult times is when we go into victim, we get mm-hmm. hopeless, helpless, and we think we're never going to get out of it, but we can still choose to be in compassion and, and connection and, and gratitude even in those times. Um, but choice, uh, back to what you were saying earlier about freedom, you know, our, that's our greatest freedom is being willing to choose our experience in, in any moment. We can't control what happens, but we can choose our experience. That's right. That's, that's right. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for creating this course. Spirit Junkie Masterclass, it, it is so profound on so many levels. Everybody go to the link, make sure to watch the free training videos at the very, very least. And if you're ready to up-level, not just your business and your calling, but your own vibration, then you are ready to take this course. And Gabby and I would love to support you through it. Anything else, Gabby, you want to share with my, my tribe? How much I love you and just how lucky everyone that's listening is to have you as their teacher, because you are not just my friend, but you're also, you're in many ways have coached me and have been a real mentor to me. And I just want to acknowledge you publicly because I just love you. And I wouldn't have been able to get through certain things in my life without you. And I just want to say that out loud on the air. (laughs) Thank you. Well, the feeling is mutual. It's very mutual. And I know it will continue. I love you so much. Thank you so much for your service and for your friendship. And I want to tell everybody that you will definitely be teaching at the live training one year. So if they join, yes. they will hopefully have you in the future in their training. In yes. Their, in their <laughs> yes. Hopefully next year. I would love yes. that. Love, love, love. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Gabby. I love you. Love you too.